Lord Lundy, Second Canto, by Hilaire Belloc, read for LibriVox.org, by Martin Clifton. It happened to Lord Lundy, then, as happens to so many men towards the age of twenty-six, they shoved him into politics, in which profession he commanded the income that his rank demanded, in turn as secretary for India, the colonies, and war. But very soon his friends began to doubt if he were quite the man. Thus, if a member rose to say, as members do from day to day, arising out of that reply, Lord Lundy would begin to cry. A hint at harmless little jobs would shake him with convulsive sobs, while, as for revelations, these would simply bring him to his knees and leave him whimpering like a child. It drove his colleagues raving wild. They let him sink from post to post, from fifteen hundred at the most to eight and barely six, and then to be curator of Big Ben. And finally there came a threat to oust him from the cabinet. The duke, his aged grandsire, bore the shame till he could bear no more. He rallied his declining powers, summoned the youth to Brackley Towers, and bitterly addressed him thus. Sir, you have disappointed us. We had intended you to be the next Prime Minister but three. The stocks were sold, the press was squared, the middle class was quite prepared. But as it is, my language fails. Go out and govern New South Wales. The aged patriot groaned and died, and gracious how Lord Lundy cried. End of poem.